Hi, listeners. Welcome to the She Speaks Life podcast, a weekly encouragement where we share our God stories. I'm your host, Jamie Elizabeth, and I am so glad you are spending time with us today to listen. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's episode. I have Emma Sievers with us today, sharing about mental health in the church and her balance of having a relationship with God while taking care of her mental health. Hi, Emma. How are you? Hi, Jamie. I'm doing great. It's awesome to be here. So excited. Emma, she is a school psychologist. She is also a host for her own podcast called Empowered, where she talks about mental health, along with both her personal and Bible stories that are sure to empower everyone. So Emma, I'm so glad you are here and we can't wait to hear more about you and Where does this God story happen for you? When did it begin? Yeah, I mean, when I think back on my life, it's kind of difficult to pinpoint, I guess, one exact moment, but I just have all these amazing glimpses looking back on my life, and I can see so many different occurrences where I'm just like, God was there, and he was leading me and guiding me, and I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my more... I guess, more recent realization, because when I was much, much younger, fifth grade, that's when I had my first really, like, I guess, godly experience. I was in a really bad car wreck with Mm. my family, and I had extensive facial injuries, and I actually ended up having to get plastic surgery, and just the way God guided me through that process and just, like, healed me, and Mm -hmm. that was, like, my first occurrence, but lately, I I feel maybe it's because I'm older, maybe it's because I have now the background of reading my Bible and like the biblical stories. I've had this like really big realization with God's impact on my mental health and how that relationship has helped me so much with my Mm -hmm. mental health because I mean, first of all, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so mental health and taking care of those types of things is a really prominent topic right now just because I think so many people mm-hmm. are struggling just with the isolation. Yeah, the change. But, right. But also I'm a school psychologist or a future school psychologist one more year until I'm completely done with my degree. So psychology just is in my nature. I just love it. I think mental health is so important. But mm-hmm. this it's actually two years ago now. Um, just was the anniversary of my second car accident. And that was when I r- suffered from a traumatic brain injury. Up until two years ago, I had some normal anxiety, like test anxiety or performance anxiety. But I didn't really know what anxiety was as far as like being a diagnosable disorder. Mm-hmm. And so after my car accident, the doctors had told my dad that I was going to be very susceptible to both anxiety and depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. And they just said, like, she's going to have probably a lot of effects as a result. And lo and behold, I did. I ended up having all of the above, both PTSD and depression and some OCD and anxiety, like everything that you could think of. And so... Yeah, now, it was, when you were getting in these the car accident, was this you driving or were you with somebody else? Yeah, so it was actually my friend, Lizzie. She was the driver and it was a kind of crazy 
crazy occurrence. So we were on our way to a tennis match, and I was a college tennis player, and we were just playing in the summer tournament for fun. And we were going north on the highway, and all of a sudden, I don't remember it, but a guy in the other, across the highway, he was going Mm. south, we were going north, he crossed over the median and Mm. hit us head on, and we were going around 70 miles per hour, and he was probably going around the same speed. And unfortunately, he passed away. Um, And it was, it Mm. was a really bad accident. Like, my friend Lizzie got so, so badly hurt and had multiple broken limbs and was in like a full body cast for a while the guy that hit us unfortunately passed away and then I had a pretty severe brain injury and was on bed rest for the rest of the summer going into my junior year of college so it was just kind of this Mm. it was a crazy time and yeah uphill battle while you were in college you would have thought right right and struggle now with that Right. Yeah. And I was applying to grad school and doing all these things. And Aww. it's just, I think about my experience though. And like, before this even happened, I was like, I want to be a psychologist. I want to be able to work with kids who struggle with mental illness. And I want to help them through their schooling journey and guide them through the struggles of mental illness. But I look back, I'm like, how would I have been able to help them as well as I can now, now that I know how it feels to have anxiety, now that I know how it feels to have right. depression, how I can use what I've learned to now heal and say now that I'm doing so, so much better. And so more into my backstory. So my mom is a severe addict and she's suffers from anxiety and it's really me having my own um, experiences with anxiety and depression it really has helped me be a good daughter to her because mm-hmm. addiction is another form of mental illness and so just like kind of being mm-hmm. able to be a good daughter to her and support mm-hmm. her through some of her struggles and it just kind of wraps everything up into like my life's journey was definitely to do something with psychology with the combination of experiences and things that mm-hmm. God has led me through so yeah my mom currently still struggles with addiction and some of those things so it's just like combination of those experiences I'm like man God really has led me through some hard things yeah but it also I feel very equipped now to be like I've been through this too when I guess I'm working with kids in the future it kind of goes into that how does this relate to my relationship with God well this past two years was my like healing journey from this anxiety and this depression and the other experiences in my life I really leaned on my faith and unfortunately in the church mental health isn't talked about a ton Mm -hmm. and it's kind of this like misconstrued idea like oh if you're not leaning on God hard enough then that's why you're anxious or if you're not reading your bible enough or if you're not trusting in God's plan for you well that's why you're anxious and depressed and that was a struggle for me because I knew like I had an injury there was chemical imbalances in my brain like this wasn't something Mm -hmm. that I was controlling because I still love Jesus with all my heart and like was following trying to be a good follower of Christ and then I was hearing all these things like when I'd listen to other podcasts or listen to other preachers and saying if you're experiencing worry like we're not supposed to worry so then that means you're not leaning on God enough so then when I heard that, I really like looked into scripture more and what does scripture say about these things? And it's 
mental illness is not the same as sin. It's just not. And mm-hmm. so <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that I made yeah. it my mission to kind of go forth and be able to tell, get rid of that idea because I'm like, man, if, because I have a very strong faith. So if I'm someone who maybe is just learning about God and just learning about what Jesus did for us and I'm struggling with mental health and then all of a sudden I'm hearing these things like, oh, if you have anxiety, it means you're not being a good enough Christian, then that would really like turn me away from this Mm -hmm. amazing trust we have in God and this amazing relationship. And so all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I really think this is part of what I meant to do is to just be able to talk about my experiences with mental health and how that doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm like not a good Christian or anything like that. It just is going to help me along the way with. Yeah, be more of an advocate for that in the churches. I know my old church in California, his son struggled with mental illness and unfortunately ended up committing suicide. And Mm -hmm. after that, he realized there was not many voices talking about mental illness in the church. And so he just started this huge organization to start talking about it inside the churches if you're interested in wanting to know about mental illness so he started just this whole movement to help families who battle their own mental illness or have kids that battle mental illness but bring in biblically and combine it with what do we know about mental illness and what does God say, you know, and how can we understand how to a voice for people who struggle with the chemical imbalance? Yeah. Yes. That's, that's amazing that he's doing that. That's, yeah. That's yeah. so good to hear. Cause I truly don't think there's enough, there couldn't be enough people talking about it. Like we need to get it everywhere. No, so I that's know. so good to hear. Yeah. And he found a need, like he found a hole. He knew his son had a mental illness, but it wasn't until that I know of, he may have had this going on maybe while his son was still alive, but I really started noticing this push of this movement after his son passed away. So, you know, that's where it starts, right? When God calls us, it's like we see this need or we see this hole and we're like, gosh, you know, this should be you know, more spoken about. And then God starts stirring that passion in us, right? And just Mm -hmm. wanting to have that be part of our purpose and in the plan that he has for our life. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's just so good to hear that someone else is, and I know it's like starting to inch its way into the church world slowly, but surely, but especially with the pandemic and everything going on, I'm like, this can't be talked about enough because People need to find peace in their relationship with God, not like a sense of, oh, I'm not doing something right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So does your church have anything going on for mental illness or you feel called to maybe start something? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I actually um, worked with my pastor who also has talked openly about his own struggles with anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so... When I was really battling with my own thoughts and hearing all these other people say, oh, that this is a sin or this is you not depending on Jesus or talking to God enough or things like that, I re- reached out to my pastor and I was like, hey, can you just like confirm that this isn't true because I just feel really lost right now? And he's like, oh, absolutely. Like, it's not a sin. It's don't worry about that. And we just ended up having a really good talk and I felt mm-hmm. so much peace after talking to him. And I was like, you know, 
I really wish like more was being said about this in the church. And he's like, well, do you want to create a video? So we worked together and I created like a little mini sermon message that got put on my church's website. And we have pretty large church, like we have a congregation of a couple thousand. So that Mm -hmm. ended up getting put on the website. And Mm -hmm. all I said was mental illness is not sin. I told the story of my car accident. I told the story of how I, I sought out resources and sought out counseling and sought out different things in order to help me and how I tried. I was so ashamed of it for a while because of what I was hearing, but that ended up being like the best thing I could have done for myself. So we created that little message mm-hmm. together. And then um, I actually just talked to him a couple of days ago and I'm going to be speaking once we can get in person or some form of live stream or something like that, I'm going to be talking to our youth congregation, more like the adolescent youth, not the young, young, but like the middle school and high schoolers, and then our 20-somethings group too. So I'll be speaking to them about my story, and yeah. so hopefully that'll start a little bit something. And it's been addressed in the church. It's just not been a full-out like, mental health, here's the message. It's been like Bible story mm-hmm. and mention a little bit about it. But I'm more wanting to start. This needs to be addressed. And I could not believe the amount of people, like, after I put up that video that would just, that just messaged me because my name was tagged in the video and they just private messaged me and they're like, you have no idea how long I've been Mm -hmm. thinking about this and feeling so guilty and like, and there was just so many different people reached out and were just, I've been thinking this for so long too. And I'm like, oh my goodness, yeah. we need, we need, if this many people are thinking the same things that I was for so long, like that's a problem. And that they're scared to get help and scared to get the resources right. because they feel like. Ashamed, right? We all know where shame comes from. It comes from the end, not from right. God. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so just like, that's, I guess, my mission is to be able to combine both like the earthly resources that we have here and that God provides us with like counselors Mm -hmm. and different cognitive behavioral strategies and things like that, because those things are good too. And then combine that with our faith and our relationship with our Savior. So just combining the two. Yes, because God, I mean, God puts people and counselors there for a reason. And it's not like it has to be one thing or the other. It can be a combination of the two. Totally. So true. Because you're not taking out, I mean, we all know God's peace, right, surpasses all understanding. And, you know, it's that perfect peace that starts from the inward out that he gives us. And Mm -hmm. it was automatically uh, given to us when we were saved, because it's part of the the fruit of the spirit, you know, there's peace right there. Mm-hmm. And so we just need to cultivate it and activate it. And how do we do that through prayer, through reading the word, through having a dialogue with God constantly, you know, conversation, talking, exactly. but this is something that you feel is a need for people who actually have that chemical imbalance where they need some other thing to combine it with their the time with the Lord and stuff. Yes, exactly, exactly. And just having people, I guess, yeah, not be ashamed to get help when they need help. Like, yeah. I'll be completely honest. I see a counselor once every two weeks. I mean, I still take medicine to help with some of the anxiety things. And those were things that I was so scared to get before because I felt like it was a sign that I wasn't leaning on God Mm -hmm. enough. And I feel like I could have been healed so much quicker had I been given positive messages about it's okay to get help and 
still talk to God. Because if I really would have been focused in on my relationship with God, like, he wasn't telling me to be ashamed and he wasn't the one telling me that I was doing something wrong because he knew I was still communicating with him. It was just, it was the people interpreting Mm -hmm. his word to how they want. Right. They wanted it to be interpreted. They were giving their opinion. Yeah, exactly. So... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's just a little bit about my mission, and I really recent in this quarantine is just being able to have this idea of what I'm passionate yeah. about, and I think that's one of the really cool things that have come out of mm-hmm. this time. Not a lot of cool things have come out. I think we know that. Like, there's been a lot of things taken away, but yeah. I think I've heard from a lot of people, like, in this time of just... Reflecting. Yeah, it's just, I was like, wow, because... So many people talk about my accident and the idea of me surviving that and that being a God moment and me surviving my my first and second car accidents and those being God moments. And now I'm like, I just want to take that a step further. Okay, but what am I doing with that? Yes, I survived. And yes, he blessed me with being able to survive two nearly fatal accidents yeah. and I'm still here. But like, what am I doing with yeah. that? So, yeah. And that's part of our testimony. That is, I mean, that is our testimony. That is our God story. It's wherever we found ourselves Mm -hmm. in a place of brokenness, right? Mm -hmm. And that carries into our testimony. So wherever we um, felt at a place where we, we felt broken, we felt a little lost, we felt a little confused, and it's like the mess turns into messages and tests turn into testimonies type of thing. It's and then God shows us. He I I clearly see how he prepared you along the way to be the a psychologist um that that actually knows, right? That has actually been there mm-hmm. and firsthand experience, you know, showing you the purpose, like he always turns, you know, the bad into something good. And this is clearly mm-hmm. something he's turning into something good. And we know when he turns it into something good, it's not just for our own self to keep to ourselves and, you know, live this, okay, you know, I'm, you know, I feel more whole and healthy Mm -hmm. and, but he wants us to share that now with others. So it's always to help others, right? It's always to help people become whole again and to heal. So out of those car accidents and unfortunately that happened and and then having to go through all that rehabilitation and everything now you're able to help others with that it's so cool thank you yeah I mean it's easy to say now because it's that hindsight bias but for anyone who's like struggling right now in the moment it's so hard to explain like that sunshine is coming like that's what I always say to my friends if they're going through a rough time. I'm like, but the sunshine's coming and I promise, even though it's going to take, it could take a long time. It could not take too long, but the sunshine is coming. And, but that's just hard to see when you're amidst all of it. Like if you would have told me after the accident, when I was struggling with the depression and like sleeping tons and not able to concentrate in school. Mm -hmm. Like if you would have told me that there was like, a reason for that because for me honestly I got into this trap of I've already been through too much like I'm like I've already done this I've already been in an mm-hmm. accident like I've already had to rehab out of an accident I've dealt with an alcoholic mother my whole life yeah like 
for me, I was like, I've been through enough. You've tested me enough. Like, I get it. How much do I need to be in this fire to be refined here? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I think as humans, we get in the trap of that where we're like, well, you've already done this. So why would you allow this to happen? And just like, you, right. And I totally was in that trap. So I don't want people to like, no, we we thinking that I was just like, oh, there's a plan. Like, I was so mad and it was my senior so I graduated from my undergrad institution in three years just because my high school was super awesome about letting me take college credits in high school so that was really fortunate but so it was technically my third year of college but it was my Mm -hmm. last year and so I was going in with this terrible brain injury this was supposed to be like my year like it was my my last year of tennis I was applying to grad school I got to be a teaching assistant and so I was like this is my year this is going to be the best year ever mm-hmm. and even down to I was in a relation romantic relationship at the time that I thought was really great and I was like this was supposed to be like the mm-hmm. awesome year and then once my car accident happened it's just like everything just like came turned into down. I guess yeah. a big hot mess and so but I look at that and there's so many like different pieces where I'm like I can see how God was just like working in that. First of all, I started struggling in school majorly because of my brain injury, which is something that I've never struggled with before. And as a school psychologist, I'm going to be working with kids who struggle in school all the time. Mm. So just thinking about that, me trying to helping kids who struggle in school and I've never Mm. struggled in school. Well, now I can say, Mm. yep, I've struggled in school before. And like, I just had these more firsthand experiences where I'm not just like, well, I'm sorry that you're struggling mm-hmm. with that. Like, here's how a textbook yeah. says you can you can fix that. I can be like, no, like this has actually happened to me before and I'm sorry you're dealing with this and yeah. this is how we're going to help you out. And like even down to like my relationships, like I was in one relationship and it wasn't like he was a bad guy, but my current boyfriend of almost two years now, he was the one who tutored me through bio and was the only reason I passed. Like he just, we'd go and study it together all the time because he knew he was on the tennis team with me and he Mm. knew I was struggling and so he's like you know what I'm gonna help you through this and to this day like now he's been in my life for almost two years and has helped me through this rehab process and I'm like you know if God wouldn't have had that accident happen would I would I really be with Gabe like I don't know because the reason we got to be best friends is because he was tutoring (laughs) me in bio so it's just these all these little things that you're like well I can see God working through that so cool I love seeing that his little preparations and putting people in your life such a good God so talk about your podcast how did that get birthed yes I need to start working on it more because it's been like it's been a busy time it went from all of a sudden like pandemic to having a lot of extra time to all of a sudden like working and working more and then taking more classes so that's but I just really wanted a space for like men or women to just be able to hear about the bible and hear about Mm -hmm. mental health tips and so I have two episodes. One I loved because it was from a bunch of different tips from my school psychology cohort. So it was all my friends in my grad school program and they just texted me their cool. best mental health tip. So that was that was like more the mental health yeah. school psyche <laughs> side of things where they just like gave their input and then I like related some of the things back to well mm-hmm. this is what God says about that. And then my next one, my second episode was about 
eating disorders, which is a whole new bag mm-hmm. of worms, and I won't get into that, but I suffered for an mm-hmm. eating disorder for a long time. There's so much scripture about how God made you exactly the way you're supposed to be, and you mm-hmm. are exactly who you are supposed to be, and yes, we're supposed to take care of our bodies, but we're also supposed to be like kind to our minds as well, and so I just kind of talked about my relationship with food and exercise and how I was spending so much time thinking about that and it was taking away from my relationship with God and that's how I knew it was a problem. So I just talked a little bit about the idea of eating disorders and things like that. So my podcast mainly just talks about mental health and what the Bible says kind of in conjunction with each other and how it's we can relate it together instead of seeing it as two completely separate things you got a a target audience there you know what you are talking about you know your purpose you know exactly what content uh to share and that's so great it's God inspired thank you Jamie well would you like to just finish off with a little takeaway for the listeners and then you can just uh say where people can connect with you Absolutely. Okay, so I guess my biggest takeaway is if you are struggling with mental health or if you're struggling, you're just in a dark season of your life. First Mm -hmm. of all, mental health is not a sin or mental health struggles are not sins. That is, it's just not a thing. Try to look for resources, both biblical and just the earthly resources that God provides like counselors and different strategies. I mean, I'm going to be posting stuff on my blog pretty soon just about different mental health resources. So that'll get into where you can contact me. So that'd be the main thing. Mental health is not a sin and don't be afraid to look for resources and also just keep talking to God because I guarantee God is not Mm -hmm. going to tell you that your mental health concerns are a sin. That goes kind of with what I first said. Really dig into that relationship with God and listen to what he says. Don't worry about what people we're interpreting what he says and kind of turning into their own message. Like, listen to what yeah, our so Lord good. and Savior says about what you are struggling with. And don't worry too much about the outsider's mm-hmm. opinions of what they think mental health is or what they think struggles are. And then I would say that just that the sunshine is coming because I just love idea. There's a scriptural verse and I forget what book it's from, but it's that we're not going to ever abide in darkness and to abide means to be stuck. And Jesus promised that we're Mm -hmm. never going to be abiding in darkness as long as we trust in him. And so Mm -hmm. that's where the sunshine is coming comes from is that he's going to get us to that place of sunshine and light soon. It just might seem a little dark right now. So those would be my three big takeaways. And then if you want to find me, um, my Instagram is emmaseavers22. That's where I'm probably most active on. But then in my Instagram bio, I also have a link to my blog, which is called The Emmatorial, where I just, it's not a a consistent blog, I'm not going to lie. It's just when Mm -hmm. God puts something on my heart and I quick write it down. So it's kind of sporadic. I'll post four things in a week and then I'll maybe take a couple week break. So just going to warn the readers that it's not like a constant, it's a Whenever God puts yeah. it on my heart, that's when I'm going to spit so out good. some words and post it on my blog. And then I have my podcast, Empowered, and that's on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, and then that link is also in my Instagram bio as well. And then I'm on Facebook, just my normal name, Emma Sievers, and then the name of my mm-hmm. um, blog, The Emmatorial, is also a page. So any of those places you can find me, and I yeah. love... DMs. I love talking to people. Yes. Um, so don't be afraid to just DM me. I love I love making new friends and I love just talking to other Christian women. So Yeah. 
that just like how we met through Instagram DMs, it's the best. Absolutely. For sure. It is the best. Yeah. Well, thanks, Emma, for coming on here and sharing your incredible God story with us. I know we had a lot of learning and encouraged us. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening today. I trust that God has encouraged you through this message. For more information on this ministry and to access free downloads, please visit my website at jamieelizabeth.com and sign up. You can also find me on Instagram and Facebook at Jamie Elizabeth She Speaks Life. That's J-A-Y-M-E Elizabeth She Speaks Life. Until next time, my friends, I pray God reveals himself through your own life story.